Hello everybody, welcome back to the Blokey Media Podcast. Today, on this episode, we've got Elliot joining with us again. He's back. back. He's back. Well, there's a fucking fly going around. Ah. Hey, up. Nah, um, we've got Elliot back on the podcast. First episode, he was doing stuff. Just kidding. He was chundering. Yeah, I was, I was basically, I had a headache and self-pity. This, so this man was... I laid, I laid in bed all day. This man, this man. Very sad. Um, but he's back and he'll be back permanently. You see him on every single episode, so it'll be the same sort of setup. We've got one camera here. Oh, one camera there. Oh, yeah, but you won't see one um, every episode because I'll be behind the scenes on some of them. Yeah, uh, that's true. Episodes, Doing the work, yeah. mate. If we've got a few guests, then Elliot's going to be behind the scenes. I'm going to yes, teach him how to use that and everything, um, which I think will go really well. So on, no, today's, on today's episode of the Bloke Media Podcast, we're going to be talking about addiction. Uh, all different types of addiction, positive addiction, negative addictions, um, drug addictions, substance abuse, all these different things, um, which some of you have experienced before, addiction, certain types of addiction. Uh, I've experienced some positive addictions but that's just me um but we're going to go through all the types what an addiction is so on and so forth so i think we should start with what an addiction is do you not know what an addiction is i don't know all the fancy scientific yeah, words i don't know all the fancy it. i don't know the fancy science it's like it's like when you get some sort of relief or serotonin out of doing something From and you an can't stop so you you say that the only point that it becomes an addiction is when you get something good out of it or your body thinks that you're getting something yeah. good out of it yeah so i'd i'd say the addiction is where your body can only draw the endorphins and such when you're doing that activity or like yeah. the but then i think okay. it gets to a point where you're not getting anything out of it anymore but and you can't stop yeah you yeah. can't stop yeah. doing it Okay, the Google definition of addiction is the fact or condition of being addicted to a particular substance or activity. It's something that you can't stop doing even if you wanted to, right? Make sense? Yeah. Lovely. So, some people, when they think of the word addiction, they go, right, addiction, drug abuse, gambling, all of these things, and they're quite negative. But sometimes there can be positive addictions. So, if I said to you, uh, what, what what would you class as a positive addiction? Routine. Routine, that's a positive addiction. Yes, you think? I think routine is one of the most powerful things like out there right. in general because the things with a routine is a routine can help you beat anything because if you're always saying to yourself, I'm getting up at this time, I'm leaving the house at this time, mm. I'm going to be home by this time, I'm then going to do this, this, this and this before I go to bed and you've got a set order for stuff and it's every day and you work yourself into a routine, mm. your life will flow so much easier and you've got more time to do mm. more stuff. Sometimes when you don't have routine, you f- or you go off of your routine. You oh, become, I hate it. I can't go off my routine. You then be- feel like you need to be on routine yeah. if you don't go off routine, which is then classed as an addiction, I guess, if, yeah. you, if you put it that way. Uh, there's also exercise and working. Yeah, so, but the thing is with exercise and working is it's all in moderation. Mm, yeah. 100%. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute, but you can be addicted to exercise, so you can be addicted to going out on a run every day or yeah. training seven days a week, six hours, all of this bollocks. I'm definitely um, addicted to exercise. Yeah, I think Elliot is, out of everyone, Elliot is addicted to exercise definitely. the most out of all of us. Um, and then there's working. You you see these people, like all these entrepreneurs promoting, being addicted to working, being a workaholic, working 12 hours a day if not longer and then not sleeping through the night so you do your 9 to 5 and then you're working as soon as you get home and so on and so forth um, and obviously you've got your negative addictions which I mean off the top of your head I'm sure everyone's thinking at home as well you've got drugs gambling shopping you've got sex sex is an addiction would you say that's negative or positive? Uh, it depends on the person In, yeah yeah Depends on the person. It can become like diseases and yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. too many children and stuff like that. Don't be silly. <laughs> Wrap your willy. But something that people, <laughs> something that people don't realise is that all addictions are negative. 
Yeah, there's no such thing as yeah. a positive addiction. It's called a healthy we go, habit. You, yeah, a healthy habit, something that you do regularly that you can't stop doing, which is good for you. But then, as you said, everything in moderation. Like, if you start doing the healthy thing too much, it will become unhealthy. Yeah, some people, some people when you say, oh, you're addicted, if I said to Oliver, you're addicted to smoking, they'd go, oh, no, it's my addictive personality. What do you think? Addictive personality. When you think I would of say it, it comes with it because it's, it's to do with genetics as well. I, 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 like like addiction is to do with genetics and like people like older than you in your family if they've been addicted to something it's yeah. more likely that you're going to end up being addicted to something but is that more because of your environment and the way that you've been brought yeah. up yeah. not it, like it's genetically mentally you don't come out the womb thinking the same things that your mother yeah, thinks yeah you don't come out the womb with the and same mindset exactly so is that more your environment and your your surroundings which has then caused you to be addicted to this one substance or something like this or because this everyone around you is doing that yeah. rather than something genetically so when someone says an ad- addictive personality see i can i can i can definitely believe that an addictive personality is is like real and people yeah. can have it but i feel like people will try and blame their addictive personality yeah, for it 100%. but what you need to do is you need to look at it and go and i mean this is something i'm trying to do at the minute and go mm-hmm. right i have the addictive personality let's replace the negative things with positive things yeah. and and try and use it to my advantage almost because if if you've acknowledged the fact that you've got it mm-hmm. now 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 you know oh i'm gonna get addicted to stuff get addicted to the stuff that's gonna help you yeah in in moderation as yes, you said like obviously. everything yeah. in moderation yeah um so when you talk about addictive personalities and see people go oh yeah it's my addictive personality that is the thing that made me addicted to this so on and so forth we've just discussed that it's environment and so on and so forth but how does someone get addicted in the first place well, it completely depends on what we're talking about because it's it's very different to get addicted to, let's say, smoking as mm. it is to, I don't know, like shopping or, mm. or, or, or like addicted to food. It's like I feel like everyone with an addiction we, will be able to remember the first time they got the satisfaction from the thing they are yeah, addicted yeah, 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 to. Yeah. And it's like for different people, different things will affect their brain chemistry differently. Mm. And that's why we can all get addicted to different things. And that's why different things bring us joy. Mm. And that's part of what makes us human is the ability to be different. Why do you think that some people, so say, let's talk about nicotine. I know it's easiest. Say one person can be like quickly like that addicted to nicotine, but somebody else is not. So say you have two people, right? Right. Okay. You get both of them. Fred and Steve. Yeah, You've got Fred okay, and Steve. You get, you get both Fred and Steve to smoke one cigarette. Right. Right. Yeah. Fred, completely fine, can leave, can leave it, yeah, doesn't Steve touch it ever wants again. Another. Steve wants another, wants another, wants another. He's then addicted. Why do you think that it can be like that? Why do you think one person can well, I think, be addicted but the other person absolutely not? I think there's a lot of factors for it because, like we were saying, so like there's social factors when it comes to yeah. it. There's environmental factors. And the other thing a lot of people don't, uh, take into account really when it comes to people with any sort of addiction is the mental health of the person with the addiction yeah. will play such a big role on how something will take, take if you If you've got a lot of discipline and you're instilled in discipline whether it's your routine whether it's your mindset or anything like this if you're instilled in discipline it's going to be a lot easier to resist something like a cigarette or something like alcohol doing it again and again and again but if you're one of them people that does it once and then doesn't mind doing it again and doesn't really care what goes on and i'd say people that live day by day are more likely to do this because they don't care what the next step is 
um, they'd pick up that second cigarette, the third cigarette, the fourth, the fifth, yeah, the sixth, definitely. and they'd continue doing it. Um, but as I said, if you're, if you're instilled with discipline and you're discipline, you have discipline in other aspects of your life, it's going to be a lot easier just to put down. But don't say, you think someone who has an addiction can still have discipline? No, 100%. Um, when it comes to... Some people don't believe they have to discipline themselves in certain areas. So some people won't believe that they have to discipline themselves to stop smoking. Some people won't believe that they have to discipline themselves to stop drinking because they think it's okay because the addiction has convinced them that. And they think, yeah, I do this. Yes, I'm addicted. But it's not stopping me from doing this, this, this and this. So yeah, I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah, it's it's almost like they're saying, oh, yeah, I may have this like smoking addiction mm, but they don't see it as a problem but you know i can i can still i can still go to work yeah I can, I can still like do my job i can still go and see people so it's like why is that a bad thing yeah i think it's a lot less likely for someone with a discipline and uh, a hard work see, ethic to be addicted. see you say that but my counterpoint would be that i feel like having too much discipline and having a high work ethic could almost be a cause for an addiction because you're so hyper focused on, yeah. on your goal that you're looking for advice and a yeah. lot of addictions start out from a spot of a mixture of a lot of things but it's normally from a spot of poor mental health and just a lot going on in the in the world around you so you look at it as a vice and then before you know it what was once a vice as a relief is now something that's a requirement for you to be able to a lot so a lot of people when they have hard work and they're they're almost addicted to working that leads on to other addictions they're so addicted to working and they think oh stress 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 stress." what's the first thing you think of when you're trying to stress relief cigarette and they'll, they'll ask one of their mates who smokes yeah. regularly, can I just have a quick cigarette? You know, I'm going to go out, yeah. I think, just, just to de-stress. They find it satisfying or whatever. And then they have that one cigarette and then they feel like they're not going to be able to de-stress without the cigarette. Yeah. I so mean, it becomes a requirement. And then they're like, I need to smoke. I need to smoke. I need to smoke. And then it becomes more and more and more. I mean, like me, I'm, I'm a fag smoker. I'm a cigarette, I'm a, I'm a cigarette smoker. The US, yeah. And the thing I always say to my friends is, I'll only give you cigarettes if you smoke. Yeah. Like... My friends who don't buy like tobacco or don't buy cigarettes and don't smoke regularly, I won't. Yeah. I won't. I won't give them. A you cigarette. don't want to instill that bad habit. No, into them no, because because it is it, it is a bad habit. And yeah. like, I'll I'll happily admit that. Yeah. But it's like, oh, I I don't know. It's like trying to trying to go to yourself. I don't I don't need to have a cigarette. Mm. It's like. Yeah, I'll be fine without it. And part of it for me is with my routine. My routine, my routine makes and breaks me in equal measurements yep. because my routine is, ah, oh, I'll have a cigarette at this time in the day, so then I don't have to have one at this time in the day. Yeah. And then it's almost as if if I miss like m- my scheduled time to have a cigarette, I'll start getting really in my own Fancy. head yeah, yeah, about, yeah, yeah. oh, you didn't stick to schedule. Yeah, 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 yeah. And- so, going back to what you were saying about trying to not give your friends a cigarette if they're if they're if they don't smoke regularly right what do you think the best way is to avoid addiction and that could be within yourself that could be within other people helping your friends out or something like this but the best way to avoid being addicted or getting addicted to what smoking to anything in general because we're saying on smoking but it could be alcohol anything i think yeah i don't think there is a way to avoid it i think if it happens if it's going to happen it's going to happen there's 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 not a set way but there's definitely ways to help prevent yeah prevent it it's like if you if if you know let's say you you have a cigarette when you're stressed and it makes you less stressed and then Let, let's just because we're focused on uh, smoking so much let's say you get to the end of the night yeah. after you finish working you have a drink yeah same example you get to the end of the night and to de-stress you have a drink so continue what you're saying just in the yeah, back so, of the drink so 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 it's like let's say yeah let's say you're having like two two glasses of rum after work or whatever right yeah. it's like there's definitely ways 
and mechanisms to help recognize and stop that so let's say let's say you ben let's say you come in on monday long day you have two glasses of whiskey right yeah. you come in on tuesday long day you have two glasses of whiskey on wednesday you come in and go i drank two yesterday and i drank two on monday mm. do i need two tonight yeah and it's just stuff like that because the, what what a lot of people forget with addictions is people will once people realize that they're addicted and they want to try and stop it yeah they'll panic because once the reality sets in of they're like oh, shit oh, getting addicted get oh, closer to the oh, i can't live without this they then try and do too much to stop yeah like they'll try and stop all in one go and that that never worked that in my opinion never yeah. works going going cold I, turkey i don't believe in cold turkey i'm right. I, I i'm a strong believer in work your way down slowly to yeah. just to a point where naturally you no longer think about or need it or anything or need like this it. yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. because i feel like if you're going from doing something on the level where you're addicted where you need it to function yeah and then just stopping it yeah. i feel like that's not going to work because your brain's going to be eating away at the fact that this thing isn't happening or yeah. we don't have this substance in our system whereas if we just control and monitor and take it down slowly yeah. your your brain's learning oh we're getting less it's the same with doing something positive if yeah. you want to if you want to do something positive permanently the best way to do it is get it in habit yeah get so it do habit. it slowly so wait maybe wake up one morning at 10 then nine then eight or further on throughout the week yeah. so they go and ease yourself into it rather than going fuck it I'm waking up at 6am today yeah, I'm going to get everything done because yeah, you feel like shit yeah because there's no, there's no point me at 11pm going oh yesterday I got up at midday yeah. I'm going to get up at 6am yeah like yeah. It's, it's not going to happen exactly exactly um, I think also the best ways to avoid addiction is to surround yourself with the right people yeah mindsets if, and social environments if, are so important if you go out on a night out and you're surrounded by or alcoholics they're going to start drinking. They go, go on, mate, have another. Go on. And then you're going to have more. And, and then that's going to and bring the, that on to you. And the other thing is, is there's also inadvertent peer pressure there. Yeah. Like if, if you're sat at a table with five of your friends and yeah. all five of your friends are sat there with, let's say, a pint, everyone's got a pint. Yeah. You, you're, you, you feel left out. Yeah, you're like, you, I think you, oh, I should get a pint now. Yeah, or you're like, like yeah. oh, oh, I'm the only one without a pint. I'll get a pint. Yeah. But it's like, they haven't told you to get a pint. No, they haven't made yeah, you yeah, get, yeah. To get a pint. But in your own head, you're saying, oh, that's weird. And Surroundings. it's like... Sometimes, sometimes also being alone is a bad thing. You need to be out in social situations yeah. to then stop yourself from just deciding to go into a deep hole of smoking, drinking, gambling, all of these other things. So it's finding out what best environment is for you yeah everyone's uh, different yeah it's and like, working out which which is which is best um, it's like me and ben the stuff that works for me doesn't work for ben exactly. the stuff that works for ben doesn't work for me everybody's different um now we're going to go into each each sort of addiction you would say that comes to the top of your head when you think of addiction like sub and then yeah subcategories sort of. and go yeah. through and say this is what we think of them and how you become addicted whether you can get addicted whether you think it's a good or bad addiction and so on and so forth uh, so the first one is exercise Obviously, being addicted to exercise, you think, oh, it's, oh, I'm so happy for people that get addicted to exercise. They're going to be so healthy. They're no, gonna being be addicted this. to exercise isn't good. No. Because if you're if, if, you, if you're addicted to exercise, if you can't function without exercise, and you're going to overtrain yourself. Yeah. You're going to overwork yourself. You're going to get gonna injured. You're going to tear muscles, yeah. Exactly. Like, let's say you are addicted to exercise, so you need to exercise, let's say, twice a day, right? Yeah. Let's say you are, Ben. Let's say you're addicted to exercise. Mm -hmm. You have to go for two runs every day. Yeah. You you're running two times a day every day, 
you're doing too much to your body. Mm. What happens when you then pull all the muscles in your knee and you can't go on a run for two weeks? Yeah, and then you start. And then you. But no, but then you're going to start. Even if you're addicted to exercise, you're going to start going on those runs, even though you're injured. And yeah, yourself and it's more just going to get worse. I think. I think the positive habits that turn into positive addictions, and when I say addictions, I mean it. Then, then when when that's stunted randomly, that leads on to the negative negative addictions because I you're think, in your house all the I time think as and you as can't go running. You start drinking, you start smoking, you pick up another thing, which definitely. is going to be ne- you start binge watching Netflix. See, that can be a, that can be something as see, well. See, the thing is, I think you get positive habits, and when the positive habit turns into an addiction, you have to take the word positive away. Yeah. It's like yeah. if you're yeah. if you're not moderating, no matter if it's something that benefits you, if you're not moderating the levels and the time and the amount you're doing it, it's mm. not it's not going to be positive. Like yeah. like helping people is an addiction. Like if I went, ah, oh, I'm helping loads of people at the minute. That sounds like ah, oh, that's that's good. It's a good you, thing. Like yeah. you must be, but but no, because I could very much well be helping everyone else to ignore my own issues. Yeah, and repress so it's it's all about everything you do you need to do in moderation yeah and you always 100%. need to keep such a close eye on your own mental 100%. health i think going back to exercise and um keeping it in moderation some people struggle more you you think oh i gotta work out today oh i gotta do this if, you, if you're not addicted yeah. quote unquote addicted to um exercise but some people go Can't i have to, i have to take a day a uh, day break today and it it's struggle for them to take the day break because they're so used to getting yeah, up every so morning. They them. have to train seven days a week, so it's, it takes more discipline to not work out than to work out, which is weird. Um, it's a bit like you and your work. We'll go into that. We'll go into working in a minute. We'll go into working and um, being a workaholic. But for for the last thing here, is do you think you can come too healthy? Is is it possible that you have this think- positive quote unquote addiction, and then you become way too healthy? You start getting these habits which you think are positive but then become I think you get to a certain you're talking about physically well it's like for example depriving your body of nutrients due to wanting to be in a better shape I, I, so you're, you're cutting say. your calories you're cutting your, all of this and you're not doing it properly because you've only you've heard what someone said or you've believed yeah, what someone said you, you're not understanding it's, you think it's a positive addiction you I think it's something you're doing for I yourself think, but really I think you get depriving. to a certain point where you're at this you're the healthiest you've ever been but then once you get to that point, I think if you go past that, it's not, it beca- it's not you can't you can't go past that. If you go past that, it becomes unhealthy. Yeah, well, definitely. It's like you were saying, like tracking your calories and stuff like that. Yeah. If you get to a point where you're like, wow, I'm healthy, and then you try and go past that, yeah. it can turn into an eating disorder. Or yeah, I think yeah. take away healthiest I've ever been because that's that's um, personal. Healthy, you could do what I'm doing right now and be the healthiest you've ever been, but then I could do more and be the healthiest I've ever been. So yeah, it's like. It's- that's variable. Yeah, but, but that's also like we were saying earlier. Everyone's different. Yeah, but yeah. but for example, what you were saying, if I cut my calories down to one thousand two hundred, and that's the that's basically baseline. If you go below, below that, probably you're gonna start being unhealthy. Yeah. But I think I'm at one thousand two hundred. What if I go to a thousand? What if I start eating a thousand calories? When am I, am I going to be healthier? And then that becomes the addiction, yeah. which then phases it into a negative addiction. See, but you still believe it's positive because you're eating less. So you think, oh, I'm eating less, so it's good. See, what yeah. I was gonna, what I was going to say to you, when people are doing it and trying to be as best as they can look physically that yeah. can have a massive toll on your mental health and i feel like being the healthiest you can be is the ability to balance both of them and if you're trying to be physically as healthy as you can be you also need to bear your yeah. mental health in mind especially and, in terms of eating and yes, stuff like that if you and, eat and, and, and recognize what i'm doing is unhealthy and this is getting me to an un- a unhealthy place and 
it can be really hard because like you were saying because you're used to doing it and you're doing it in a healthy way you think yeah. you're still being healthy but you're not yeah and also as you said take it slowly don't go cold turkey and say i'm going to drop from eating loads to a day to eating a thousand because that's going to affect your mental health a lot you're going to start yeah. draining yourself you're going to feel like shit so you got to do it you go down from 3600 3500 400 and go that way um obviously we're not health advisors and we have no fucking idea yeah. what we're on about but in the grand yeah. scheme of well, things everything when i first started like trying to lose weight i just went like that and i tried to drop down to 1200 calories yeah. after eating unknown amounts during the day and i'd you know started my journey multiple times because i dropped down to that you know that amount of calories and then i'd do it for a few days and go i can't can't I fit. My body physically wouldn't it. let yeah, me. Yeah. Like I'd start getting ill because I wasn't eating the same yeah, amount yeah, as before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so. I think yeah. Um, obviously, there's a jump you can take, but you've got to make sure that the jump isn't too much. Yeah. So if you're you know, and that you're 3, ready 000, for it. For example, I'm using this example. This isn't exactly. It should be everything, but whether how much you gamble, how much you smoke, how much you drink. But if you're doing it a certain amount, yes, drop it by a lot but don't drop it too much to the point where you're causing yourself mental problems. Drop, and it, so yeah. so drop it. Definitely drop it by a lot to start off with to, drop to it, get that Drop it by going. a lot, but don't drop it all at once. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, may, like maybe look at it and go, ah, oh, let's say for like the drinking, I'll look at it and go, in a week I drink, let's say, 40 drinks. Yeah. Maybe next week I'll drink 35. Yeah. And the week after that I'll drink 30. But that's like five yeah. less than you did before is still a big jump. Yeah. yeah. But it's not it's it, not like cutting it down to zero. Yeah, but it's, it's, like, it's yeah. not like going, I'm not going to drink at all. Okay. It's, it's all about the moderation and how you get. Uh, so next, moving on to what you were saying earlier on, working, addicted yeah. to working, not sleeping, not doing anything like that. Um, because you're always the guy doing me nine to five, come home at six, six on till twelve. Six till I'm working. Midnight work. Yeah, I'm yeah. working, which is sometimes a negative, so on and so forth. Um, no sleep, you overwork, and there's something that I, I liked, which I've been told by one of my friends, is work hard, not uh, work smart, not hard. Work smart, not hard. Work yeah. smart, I say not that hard. All the time. Because people think oh, I need to work, I need to work, I need to do this, I need to do this, and they create jobs for themselves, and they're like, I'm gonna do this today, I'm gonna do this today. That didn't need doing. You just did it because you wanted to feel like you were working. You so now you're, accomplishment. yeah, you you feel like you've done something. It, but realistically, it's if not, you didn't do that, you wouldn't be that much further behind than you were. Yeah, it's like it's like oh, if you didn't, if you didn't, you know, fix that lamp. Yeah. Like, you still you still have the room. Mm. There's still a whole room full of stuff, but the lamp just doesn't work. The lamp isn't an, a priority. It, or for example, in my context, if I just decided, you know what, today I'm going to rebrand the whole website. It doesn't need rebranding. You've just made yourself. You've just made yourself do a whole load of work, work, which is going to cause you mental health problems. It's going to cause you stress. It's going to cause you all of these different things. You didn't need it in the it, first it place. Can, it yeah, can but cause physical problems. Do you not think that they're, they're like? I'm going to use you for this because okay. you know. I, but I think Offer would agree that you're a workaholic. <laughs> yes. Um, you say work smarter, not harder. Would you say that you work smarter or not? It depends on the situation because I work, I work smart, but everything I do, I work hard. So I do exactly what I need to do. Sometimes I do the odd thing that I don't feel like I need to do, but that's maybe if I've got spare, spare time. And for me, 
I, I enjoy doing all the time. It yes. distracts my mind. Yes, definitely. And so on and so forth. So I have to be doing something. Even, I can't just sit even, around for a day. Even if you're not doing something productive, yeah. you, you, you'd you much rather just... Or play a ball game or something like that. Yeah, just exactly. Keeping you, the mind you, engaged. Like, like, you know, you like yeah. play ping pong or something like that. That's not productive. You're not you're not getting like any sense I wouldn't of, call that work, quote yeah, that's, unquote. That's, that's not work. Like Playing a game of ping pong isn't work, but it's keeping your brain engaged. Yeah, one, so of I think, the, one of the main reasons I would say that you're a workaholic is because you don't allow any time to yourself. Mm. And you you might say that you do, but I think your the time to yourself is when you're in bed. The time to because you're you're then up till four a.m. Yeah. just on your phone. But realistically, you could manage your time better, get your work done in like say the five days, and then have the weekend off to do whatever you want. The way but I work, you work seven days. Yeah, a week. I think most people do work, 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 break, work, 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 work break. I work, break, work, break, work, break, work, break, break, break. So I'll be working for three hours straight, and I'll take a 10 minute break on my phone, and then I'll work for another three hours straight, or something like this. And I'll do it that way, and I have these intermittent breaks, which like lets me cool down for a little second. Yeah, Maybe by the end of the day, it'll add up to an hour, but it's something that I do, as you were saying, I might go play a game of ping pong or some shit like that. You know, it's something very simple, which is still feel like I'm doing, I still feel like I'm being active, I still feel yeah, like yeah. I'm not productive, but I'm keeping my mind engaged, but it's not something where I'm gonna be like, Drilling my head, trying to figure it out. It's yeah, it's it's, it's that's it's, my version of a break. It's, so. it's engaging your mind. It's not activating it. Yeah. Like your mind's engaged, but you're not actively thinking. I yeah. would say that that works to some extent because fucking hell. <laughs> if you're yeah, you're taking your you know ten minute breaks, but then you're not allowing your t- yourself to have any time to socialize with anyone else. Mm. You're you're on you're now on your own working every day taking these little breaks every day all you're doing is texting people you're not actually seeing people mm. you're not getting that that physical and emotional you know connection, connection that you kind of yeah, need yeah. that a, every human needs so going back to addiction and being an individual maybe some so you would then say you're addicted you're addicted to working you're a workaholic you're addicted but maybe some people's way of working or taking breaks is doing that intermittent and maybe they don't need that social side because yeah, it's all I individual. Mean, I mean, whenever I'm doing like... I'm not saying that's my example, but I'm whenever saying... Whenever I'm doing like college work and stuff like that, yeah. I've, I find the approach you take where it's like work, take, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. To, you know, a nice thing I like to do is when I'm when I'm doing college work, you know, I'll work for like two hours and then I'll go play two games of FIFA yeah. and then I'll work for another two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like the time I'm playing FIFA, I'm playing FIFA and I'm listening to music. It's it just like, breaks it up a bit. It's like, yeah, it breaks it up a bit. It's like I'm I'm concentrating because I'm concentrating on FIFA, but yeah. I'm not having to... You're not like, drilling your brain. I'm not yeah. drilling my brain thinking like, what do I have to write? What do I have yeah, to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't always work for everyone though because... Like everyone everyone's different. Yeah. For me, if I was to do, you know, the intermittent breaks, I'll s I'll stop I'll go, do you know what? I have ten minutes on my phone, I'll leave that and then I'll go back to it in ten minutes and then I'm on my phone for hours. That's a case of discipline, that's a case of turning around and going, right, spend ten minutes back to work. Because otherwise you've got to spend ten minutes. Yeah, but it's oh, like, five. It's like I'll, I'll go another. I'll go on my phone and I it's like I'll look at the time and go, that's the time. I'll go back I'll go back to my work in ten minutes and then I just don't look at the time. So maybe again. So maybe that's an addiction to social media. It's yeah. zooming you in. Yeah, yeah. But that's a whole other thing because I want to stay on the topic of addiction rather than rather than working. Um, yes, working's an addiction and so on and so forth and there's different ways of yeah. people dealing with it but staying away from that. Uh, people obviously, also look at work as a vice though and then that links yeah. back to mental health like I was saying. Like, Then let's say you get you get a bit of bad news. What's... What do you reckon you're going to start doing? Do you reckon you're going to, you know, get a train and go and go and talk to people or are you going to go, right, I want to record? Yeah, it's... it's I. would I'd like to. Ju- I when when something if I get bad news spread to me, I, I like to continue on. 
yeah. and just go right it happened move on it Keep happened with life. I can't change it and life usually moves. life is working I'm like okay right let's get some shit done let's, yeah. let's do something productive um, life only works if you work for life yeah yeah um, moving on from work because of how deep we're going into the different things that you know whether someone's addicted to we work or not tangenting on, on, on the topic of addiction this one I've put in the middle between the positives and the negatives because it can go either way it's like yes it can be a negative yes can it can be a positive but obviously as we said at the start all addictions are negative in some way right um, sex so the room just went dead silent because I said the word <laughs> sex right come on lads we're old we're, old. we're, old. Children. we're grown um, I was literally saying yeah. to you Ben I'm the definition of a high functioning child yeah no cap but okay. I just completely forgot that that was even on the list so yeah. I was like we what, went, what right, is we, it I was, we, I was excited I was like oh. yeah we went through the list before and I forgot as well so yeah, I, was I was like, like oh what, what's he what's put in the middle? Like, <laughs> what's, <laughs> what, what is this he's going to bring up <laughs> sex <laughs> oh everyone just went oh um, right Sex. So not only sex, but love, affection. Yeah, I feel like I feel um, like I feel like affection's a much yeah. better way to put it. Than, I, yeah. I think than sex because yeah, affection in terms of people can be addicted to receiving affection. Yeah, even if they just have that that con- they have a conversation with that one person every day. Yeah, it can become an addiction. Mm-hmm. And it beca- can become unhealthy. Yeah, and, it can and be- then you start relying on them. Yeah, and then it can become oh oh they haven't messaged me today. Oh, and then your and, mind and then, got, starts going in. It's yeah. like there's all these problems with so let's, you we'll, we'll go in, we'll go into the affection side of things in a minute but let's say just sex just being I know this is produced on YouTube so I can't say certain things but let's just say you're a horny motherfucker mum if you're watching hi but, <laughs> but look let's just say <laughs> hello Lewis hello let's brother let's just say you're a horny motherfucker and you need sex to live you cannot go on with your day unless you've had three shags before you leave the house that's a bit excessive like or let's say you can't go on your day without having a shag you can't yeah. go you can't go to work and focus unless you've had sex first thing in the morning then that's unhealthy you say that's an unhealthy addiction because that's then, unhealthy yeah if you match it with your partner and they need to they need sex before then it becomes positive it's like great so you're both getting something out of yeah, yeah i mean both, and i mean it does it does definitely just depend on you and your partner yeah 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 i think there's a <laughs> That was really hard to say because being addicted to sex is quite like. Because the, th- cause the thing it's is, like it, de- it's the, it depends on who you're addicted to sex with. It depends yeah. if you're addicted in terms of I'm addicted to having sex with this person, or just sex in general. Or I'm addicted yeah. to sex. Just I enjoy. If it's sex in general, sex. then because if sex you could cause yourself the d- diseases, yeah. commitment yeah. issues, attachment issues, children, children, don't, children, don't be silly. Wrap them with. That's going at the intro. I'm not joking. That's going right at the intro. Um, so, okay, we'll move on to affection since sex is quite hard to talk about in terms of being addicted to sex. Because I think. Well, no, before we move on, because the thing is with sex is sex produces endorphins. Like, yeah. true, don't, true, yeah. very true. So the thing is, it's literally producing the happy hormone. Yeah. Like the happy shit in your so head. So, mate, is it. But so maybe is everyone like, addicted to sex? Maybe. You don't need to. There's, I know couples that have sex once, once every three months. But they're happy because they've yeah. got yeah, each other's affection. I think I don't think yeah. I don't think having that, you know, that endorphin makes it an addiction. I think you feeling like you need to have that mm. every morning is the addiction. If, if you're Do not, I mean? because I don't think it, yeah. no, not everyone is addicted to sex. If 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 you're not able to source the dopamine and the endorphins from doing other stuff, and you can only get from yeah. having sex, then, then yeah, then it's addiction. addiction then yeah, yeah, then that's not good. But it's like. Like I keep saying, I feel like this is going to turn into my phrase, moderation. Yeah, moderation, yeah. 100%. But it's like, you need to find the standard because if if you're having 
sex once every three months with your partner, but you're happy, is that being the opposite of addicted? Is that depriving yourself of sex? But you're happy, but it's technically depriving yourself because it says it says here from on NBC News, it says the average adult currently enjoys sex 54 times a year, which is only once a week, right? Which maybe to us being teenagers, like... That's that's rare, but that's, <laughs> that's rare. But does that then mean that in you my have brain sex? that seems like a lot? But, well, it depends on the person, obviously. Yeah. All subjects. In my but brain, at the same, it sounded like a lot and none simultaneously. Yeah, yeah it sounded yeah, like yeah, a lot, yeah. but like it's like yeah, like like fifty-four times a year sounds like. But a then when fair you say amount, that's once a week, you go once a week, it's like, like wow, yeah. wow, yeah. Um, if does that mean if you have sex more than once a week, because it's not the, because it's above average, a whole lot above average, say you have it. 25 times a week are you then addicted then if you're having it 25 times a week definitely yeah <laughs> I feel that's like 25 shit. is a bit of a tuna from going that's from like once three a week and a half a day. Yeah. to like 25 but yeah. a week say you, have it, say, you have, say you have sex five times a week are, are you then normal because you feel fine with your partner it depends or on your age then, I think if you become I think as, as addiction goes if you become dependent on it you're addicted yes yeah. right on to on to affection being addicted to affection that's under the t- topic of sex so we'll move on yeah. further uh, in a minute but affection i think the sense of gratification as well knowing someone knowing that somebody likes you nobody knowing, knowing someone yeah, even if it's just that one person knowing someone that think? knowing knowing that someone cares and wants even, to take the time yeah it's very yeah 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 it's like it's important yeah it's like you know when I get a message from someone who and it's literally, oh, Elliot, how are you doing? Haven't spoken in a while. Wanting yeah. to check in, make sure you're all good. Like that makes me feel really good. Yeah, but it's is like, that oh. an addiction? It's like I think, oh. if it's I think, from all different people. No, no. Personally, I think that's a subliminal addiction. So going on addiction, you usually most people that become addicted don't really notice it, but then start to get told you're addicted. Yeah. Start to realise it, then start to do something about it. Subliminal addiction. You're addicted to it. We're probably all, we've probably all got subliminal addictions. Oh, yeah, you're addicted yeah, to it, but you don't know. It's in the back half of your brain. You yeah. don't think about it on a regular basis. It's like you're addicted to someone saying this. You're addicted to someone saying that to you, which gives you the sense of gratification or the sense of yeah. affection. The, the, the thing, the thing is, is I is I wouldn't say I'm addicted to it, but what what I would say is I f- I find it a lot easier to talk to people when they let me know that they are like thinking yeah. about me and they're caring yeah. about me. like like let's let's say like you messaged me right and mm-hmm. we haven't spoken in like two weeks you're like Elliot wanted to check in wanted to make sure you're doing good Yeah, I'm a lot more likely to respond to you saying that than let's say we don't talk for two weeks and you just messaged me hey yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you know you, you, you half write the message and go oh that's nice and then start to reply but if yeah. it's hey you are yeah, like if it's like hey that. it's just like yeah, cool whatever it's the sense of gratification in the back of your mind that you're like oh that's nice to know that yeah it's There's nice that to one know person that they're caring that, it's yeah, only that obviously cares. becomes an addiction when you're like I haven't got this message I'm gonna fucking die because it's it's not enough. I mean, when I, when someone doesn't message me, I'd like to thank them. It means I have to have less social interaction with them. Big <laughs> <laughs> up all of you that don't message it leaves, me. Big up all of you, right? Uh, moving on to the more negative sides of addiction. So you know, everything you can think of at the top of your head. So I'm gonna start with gambling. Gambling is an addiction that I would say comes from a social environment more. You don't usually sit in your house and go, you know what, today I fancy gambling. Rarely. I'm saying some people do. Some people do. Betting and spending your money on um, something that you don't need to, something that's not going to give you a return, a 100% return. You're not, if I buy a sweet, I know that I'm paying this amount to get a sweet. Yeah, but it's stocks gambling then. I would, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, but it's stocks gambling. I would say that's a whole other conversation. Yes and no. But anyway. What if you put money into something that you're not going to get anything back? 
But that's the thing with gambling. You don't know. When you, yeah, when you go to the shop chance. and you say, I want to buy... But if you do know, listen, listen, gambling is statistics. When you, but you really? don't. You never know. It's all, it's all random. Unless, unless, otherwise it's rigged. Like If you know that that horse is going to win because you bet on it, then you you just rigged it. You're gonna get money back 100. percent Yeah, it's, it's 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 like it's like you know when you get the card counters at the blackjack tables. Yeah. Who who are smart enough? Real quick, shout out card counters. Incredibly smart people who who are literally able to sit there and go, he's holding this and this, he's holding this and this, yeah. she's holding this and this, literally because they can count the cards. Yeah, that's 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 another yeah. level. I think that's another level of addiction because you're that addicted that the, you have to yeah. get the return. See, see, the thing is, people can look at that as addiction, but people also look for look at card count as a skill the, yeah, the, 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 the ability to analyse but think about it, it and go through like that I'm not, I'm not just how do you get to that point no but uh, we're going to stay on topic of gambling because I don't want to go on to yeah, I'm not, go off I'm, on a tangent I'm, but let's say boxers for example maybe the reason they're so good at the sport is because they were addicted yes it was a negative addiction yeah, but it's, yes they overworked themselves yes they got an injury and yes they took time off because of it but regardless of the time off they're such a good boxer because they were addicted to the sport so the, the bad brought out a good but see the thing the thing is with gambling as well is i think that there there is a way to gamble that you are less likely to lose in so it's like yeah, it's can... like i'm not i'm not a fan of cricket right mm. if i go and put a bet on a cricket team it's cuz oh their their cricket stuff their bat is a cool color bet mm. but I, like i'm a football fan so i know if i'm going to go put a bet on this football game let's say uh, West Ham Man U or something. Yeah. I know I because I'm a fan of football. I know the form West Ham are in, the form Manchester United are in. I know how yeah. they're going to play. And you're going to make a more so, educated. So bet. I feel yeah. like I can make a more informed decision. 100. Um, percent Some side of gambling, as I was trying to go back to at the start, is that if you go to a shop and you go, I want to buy this, you know that you're getting that product for this set price. Yeah. If you go into gambling and say I want to spend this set price, you could get triple back you could get quadruple back you, you could get, get zero back you could lose it and then they, you make, they, because you're addicted you bet again and then lose all that too yeah but that's so it's part like, of the thrill of gambling yeah that's, that's the, part of the that's thrill that's the allure of it the allure of it is, is you don't know what's gonna happen something I want to mention is gambling companies do this a lot they go 25 quid free uh, on your first bet yeah this was and something then you go, that I really want to talk about yeah you go 25 quid free <laughs> where go on. yeah I'll spend me 25 quid bang you win because they, because they made you win. Because they did that. Because they're the company and they're trying to sell you. They made you win, yeah. regardless of if the bet was fucking. You know, it was probably a simple bet that they advertised to you at the top of the screen. You won your money. Like, I just won on that. What if I put two hundred quid on? Mm. What if I put five hundred quid on? What if See, I put a grand on and then I get all of that back? And then you're like, shit, I'm gonna do See, it. See, the the other thing I want to talk about in terms of like gambling companies and stuff is have you seen that like a lot of the online gambling places? It's join so and so gambling.com for a hundred free spins yeah and they know in the 100 free spins right yeah you're gonna win you like, 80 let's 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 say you get 100 free spins right yeah. yeah you win five different times on it let's say you win like two quid per spin but you've, yeah. you've won a tenner off that yeah and in your head you've gone i've just made a tenner for nothing yeah so i'm gonna put that tenner back into the slots yeah you then lose that tenner but you then go I haven't won in a while. I was winning more frequently. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll put more on. I've lot. I've, I'm on a losing streak. Maybe, I'll, maybe a win will come around now. Yeah, no, no. Maybe, it's yeah. I'm on a losing streak. My luck will turn. Yeah, 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 yeah. And one more thing that I want to call gambling companies out for. So, so it's like for um, let's say you know, you know, Gamble Aware. They're like they're like the UK's like I don't want to say the UK's company, but they're like. Um, the UK's advocate for not gambling. Yeah, they're, saying, they're like the UK's advocate for helping gamblers yeah. and like... You know, help. 
bet responsibly yeah you know, so you know so bet responsibly and all of this and when you look at stuff like like their logo uh, their slogan is when the fun stops stop yeah right and when you look at it fun is about three times the size of any of the other words and it's got like sequins and lights yeah, and when yeah, it comes yeah, yeah. on in the adverts the word fun is like lit up and projected Glowing, at yeah, you yeah, yeah. so it's almost like subliminally saying gambling's fun Come yeah. and gamble yeah when you think of the gambling advert you instantly see the big word fun and yeah. that subconsciously which we were talking about earlier on makes you go oh gambling's fun and, and and the thing is that's that's not your fault you'll think like if fun is the biggest word and fun is literally lit up and in different colours and everything else yeah, yeah. that's where your mind's going to go I mentioned this briefly just because it's often, often a tangent but it's like they say uh, like big companies will try uh, which could also be a reason why people are addicted to sex but they'll in their logos they'll implement sexual things so like the the m for mcdonald's right and before you all think i'm crazy and go oh yeah it's just an m they think that it looks like a woman's legs open and that gives you sexual connotations because and then you're going to be i want to go back to the company because there's sexual connotations uh slogan i'm loving it all of this there's all there's all these companies that have these sexual connotations which makes you want to go back to the company because in subconscious you thought that's got sexual connotations i'm going to go back to that company and people are people are generally addicted to sex generally addicted to the thought of sex addicted to the thought of sex yeah um also i think finally just to touch on the last thing on gambling is social your mate will go go on we'll put 25 quid on it go on we'll put a tenner go oh, on we'll oh, do this don't. and oh, so bad. without people realizing my friend. that's gambling yeah no me me and my mates are like that it's yeah, like, like putting on bets yeah it's like oh go on i'm gonna i'm gonna put a tenner on west ham and then it's gone oh. it could be something your mate does i i put a tenner that this person gets drunk before this person yeah. then we you lost a tenner go on <laughs> actually i'll put another tenner on that this person yeah, will do double this, on this yeah, like, yeah oh betting betting between friends is probably the easiest way to get a gambling addiction yeah yeah, yeah. Because because you know it gets to the point where you're not where you're not even betting for money you're just like oh you're i betting bet for fun oh i bet you that the you this, won't go and do this. this you throw a tenner yeah. about because it's just a tenner, and then it becomes 20, 30, 40, 50. So yeah. Or even if it's not money. Comes out of control. Even I bet you, you won't do this, and if you do do it, I'll give you this candle. Yeah, and if you yeah. do like, yeah. it's like, I bet, I bet you won't do this. If you do, I'll do this. It you're activates something somewhere in the you, brain that you're, you're like, well, gambling. I'm going to do it now anyway. Go you're on, still like, gambling, you're just not gambling money. Yeah, you're okay. Uh, moving on. Shopping. A shopping addiction. Ah, to the notes. Elliot's got his notes up because he's... Quite interested in this, but I think Turn lockdown has had a big impact on shopping addictions. People yeah. have been sitting at home. Some people, I've heard, they've saved loads of money. They put a deposit down in their house because they've got all this spare money laying around the gaff. But some people, because they've got nothing better to do, go on the have phone, been, go, have been ASOS, the pretty little things. It's all really the, accessible. The, the, the yeah. most skint they've ever been. Yeah. They go, oh, that T-shirt's free. Who had I'll I'll buy that? This, I'll buy that. Oh, that's only six quid. I'll add that. Companies, yeah, companies yeah, have yeah, gone. Yeah, companies have gone. I'm going to put sales up because everyone's in their gaff shopping. And then you're like, oi, 25% oh, off. Yeah, 25 let me buy that. Off, let me buy that. Way. Let me buy that. Let me buy that. So on and so forth. Right. Um, okay. So when you guys say that shopping is an addiction, yeah. did you guys know that there are actually multiple types of shopping addictions? Go on. Tell uh, me the types. Okay. So we have the compulsive shoppers who shop when they're feeling emotionally distressed and yeah. use it as a vice. I, I can, we can all say we know a lot of people that do that. We know a lot of people, I think... Um, I don't. I don't do that a lot, but you know there have been times where I I feel like no, crap. Not, not you. In, and I'm like, oh, I'll get a pair of shoes. I get a pair of shoes. I feel better. Yeah. But it's not like every time I feel like shit, I need to go buy a pair of shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's something that I'll touch on later about how you can go on shopping sprees without being a shopaholic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the next one we have is the trophy shop. 
uh, shoppers who are always shopping for the perfect item, but you ask them what it is and they don't know. It's always, I don't know, but when I see it, I'll know. And they're just searching for for a, per- a perfect item right. that doesn't exist. You then, you then uh, go, go into that a little bit more detail. So when you say a trophy so, shopper, uh, I'm looking for something that doesn't exist. So with the Could, trophy shopper, give an example. It, it, let's say me and you go shopping, right? Yeah. Me and you're going shopping. I'm like, oh, I, I only need to grab like let's say a jacket. Mm. But then you know, I see I see a pair of shoes. I don't I don't need the shoes, but I'm like, oh, they're the perfect pair of shoes. I buy them. Let's then say we we go shopping again in like three months. Yeah. I see another pair of shoes. You know, I didn't need the last pair. And then you said, and then you go, they're perfect. And I go, no, they're the perfect pair. And I'm like, them. Yeah, okay. So in your mind, I think, yeah. So in your mind, you're thinking, oh, that's the ideal pair of shoes. But then once you've got them, you're like, I'm looking for something else. I want, yeah, yeah, I want something else. Is there another way of putting it as if, say, you have this set amount of money, you're like, all right, I'm going to spend 50 quid while I'm out today. No idea what you're going to buy. I I go into And then you go into a shop and you go, I need that. Don't need it. You don't mm. need but it's it. In your head, it's like mm. I need that. Otherwise, I'm never going to see it again. Yeah, and I have to buy yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, you then, you then get the shoppers who want who shop purely for the image of wanting to be seen as a big spender and love buying flashy items to show that they spend money. People do it. People, people just try look rich when they're not rich, and it's it's be rich, not look rich. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd that's, much that's what I'd I much off. I'd much rather spend twenty quid on a Primark outfit and have exactly. hundred quid in my wallet Louis, than have twenty quid in my wallet. Two hundred pound Louis Vuitton jeans or ten pound from Primark. They and fit the I've same. Got, and then just I've one got, of them's got a pattern or a logo. And then I've got hundred ninety quid in my pocket. Yeah, like, exactly. It's like I think that's so important these days is that a lot of people, because of social media and because of the pressure that puts on social media, will be on a whole other podcast. Yeah. Um, what type of shopper was that? Uh, so that's the shopper who wants the image of being a big... It, they don't have names. An, yeah, an, image, like an image of being... It's the, look at me, I spend loads of I've money got on of clothes money. and stuff. See, for big me... Big-headed knob. I'd buy, I'd, yes, buy an expensive perfect, piece, I'd buy an expensive piece of clothing or maybe an expensive watch or maybe expensive jewellery or something like that because I enjoy yeah, that's, it. Yeah, that's not... That's and not I, I go, I, I deserve this. I've, I've worked but, hard but, to yeah, get yeah, money. Yeah, you're not buying it. There's, there's a difference between going, oh, you know what, I've worked hard for the past month. I'm going yeah. yeah. to buy a nice you're not, jacket. You're not buying it just to go... Look at me! I've got this. Look at yeah, me! This, yeah, this is this is this is more the people who yeah. will you as, know yeah, buy a flashy watch saying. and then next week be like, like oh, oh, did you see this new watch? Oh, as I was saying, yeah. social media being so much pressure on people to be the dog's bollocks. People go out, they buy that jacket to go make an Instagram post. They buy that jacket for the music video that they're going to be in. They buy yeah. them shoes to take a photo and send it to their mum's auntie's dog who likes shoes. Like it's all of this it's flashy you leave my mum's auntie's done <laughs> she had nothing to do with it but yeah yeah continue <laughs> sorry so the next one we've got and this is probably the one I'm definitely closest to mm. we've got bargain seekers people who purchase items that they don't need simply because they're I on think, sale I think everybody is a victim of that purely yes. because companies companies do it on purpose Com- yeah com- companies, companies 100%. think about TK Maxx right Oh, don't. TK Maxx is the of definition m- of a sale. It's always on sale. The when have you ever? Of money I spend when have TK you Max. ever gone past the TK Maxx and it's gone? Everything's regular price today. You haven't. It's always fifty percent off, forty-five percent yeah, off. The clearing is, sale. The thing is with TK Maxx, it's it's old it's, stock. Yeah, it, which they're it's, reselling. It's dead stock. Yeah, it's being resold. But it's it regularly it'd be sold at that price. But they go. It's actually twenty five percent off. Yeah. It's not twenty five percent. It's twenty five percent off it's retail not, price I mean, when it, back in the nineteen seventies. I mean, I mean, a, a, another example of this is like DFS. Yeah, you know, you know the big sofa people. Always a sale. There's always sales at DFS. 
And the thing is, is let's say let's say you're sitting on the sofa, right? Yeah. You, you, you're thinking, oh, sofa's a little old. But you're not thinking, I need a new sofa. Mm. You then see a big ad, 70% off selected. You're, you're like... You're going, 70% off? I may as well replace. Yeah, yeah, And it's yeah. like, you don't need to. Yeah, 100%. It's, I think, I feel like, but I feel like this bargain seeking one is is isn't really people's fault. I feel like that. Have you ever have you ever seen have you ever seen a company, usually high street companies, go or, or shops even, go clearing sale? No, you uh, don't. I am, only- I am seventy five percent off, and then you're like clearing sale. Oh, I got to get in and buy the last stock, yeah, and oh, then they're I'll open for another two years, and you're like, yeah. I thought there's a poxy clearing sale. I thought you lot were packing up shop. What's yeah, going on here? Yeah. And I think that's that's such a smart business tactic, but obviously leads yeah, on to is. that type of addiction. Uh, you you get you get uh what's called a bulimic shopper, bulimic right? or something. Yeah, this one has a name, and this is a shopper who gets caught in a vicious cycle of buying items just to return them. <laughs> <laughs> so so this is this is. Have you ever seen the episode of The Simpsons where Homer figures out he can buy loads of stuff, and as long as he doesn't unwrap it or anything, he can yeah, return. Yeah, I have, I have, I have. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. So you know what I'm on about. So so that's talking to these people. That's talking to the people who will buy it to literally go. Oh, I've bought that. That's cool. And then they just take buy it, it back. try it out, and send it back. They, they buy it, and then when they get to the checkout, they're like, "Do I need this? Do I need? Oh, it's all right. I can return it." Yeah. Chances are they won't return it, but yeah. But they have the opportunity to return yeah. it. So like, and, oh, I may as well buy it anyway. And that, and that is, that's like, that's a whole different other kind because mm. then you're not looking. Then you're not necessarily looking at the monetary side of it being an issue. That's more than looking at it as the amount of time you're spending to go to a shop to buy an item to, for the next day. To then go back to this shop to then give yeah. the item back. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think we'll, we'll move on from the shopping purely because of how much we've just gone into detail about <laughs> yeah, different types of shoppers and all of this. But the final one, which we could go on for ages for, and everyone's everyone here has probably has experience with, um, and if you haven't, you know people who have, is drugs and substances. PSA, we will be making a full length podcast on this probably, very soon. Probably be yeah. We'll be no, we a... will. <laughs> Nor Ben. Decided. I will but... do it myself <laughs> if I have to. <laughs> Actually, I think I think better off, better off. Elliot will be so we've got a Discord server which will be linked down below, um, which you can join and we do live podcasts and live shows which never get produced. But if you are there, you can see it. The only the the only way to hear it is to live it. Sure, what Elliot said. We'll go with what he said. No, but you have to join the Discord and it's not going to be produced anywhere. It will literally be a live thing. As soon as that finishes, you won't be able to hear it again unless you're part of the Discord server, which will be linked down in the subscription. But I say. Elliot, I think you should do your own sort of podcast or own sort of talk where you can get questions in and stuff like this. Yeah, no, a Q and A, maybe I, even do an Instagram live or I something do, like I that. I do, I do want to like look at doing Q and As and yeah. stuff because the thing is, I'm still on my journey. Yeah, like you know, give, give a little bit of context first because people we've just oh, yeah, talked about drugs and substance. Right, I smoke hella weed, right? But it's so it's like. There, there was a point in time where I, where I'd never picked up a joint. I'd never, I'd never touched a zoo. Mm-hmm. There, there was also a time where I was going for you know sixty quid's worth every thirty six hours. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not there anymore. I'm not, I'm not clean. Like, yeah. I'm better. still, I, I'm better. Yeah. It's like there was a time where I couldn't be sober for a second of the day, mm. where it was literally I'd, I'd be just sat in my room. Like just chilling, not doing yeah. anything, and that would drive me mental, literally, yeah. because I wasn't smoking. I yeah. wasn't. I wasn't in. And I think that. that's why it'd be a really good idea for you to do one by yourself and talk about that. People can ask questions. They can come in. They can ask questions about uh, how it's been, how you've recovered, so on and so forth. They can also uh, 
ask questions about how it got to that point anything but that would be all in the discord and the instagram yeah. and stuff like that so yeah, follow definitely. all the socials uh, but i reckon you can go into that in detail yeah i, I mean i could sit and talk for four hours about exactly it. so, so back on topic of drugs and substance abuse so obviously kind of the, when you think of when you think of an addiction you think alcohol nicotine drugs and prescription drugs that you can be addicted to. That's yeah. what you think about when addiction, not all this and other caffeine. stuff that we talk about. Hence, yeah, and caffeine. That's that's why we've but left this substance, till last. Yeah, that's why we left this till last because I think it's the most common thing you think about, but because the people think about it so much, you're not going to want to watch an episode on it. Yeah, I don't know whether we need to go into detail about yeah. the drugs and stuff because we've we'll been going it's through completely it. completely different with addiction and drugs compared to what we Everything else, yeah, the shopping, the sex, the working. Yeah. Drugs and nicotine and caffeine, they all have addictive substance in them. Ah, ah, this is where Elliot comes in. Ah, this is this is where Elliot comes in with with the with the big science talk. Saying saying there's an addictive substances and everything. Elliot, it's not in everything. But when you said, but when you think yeah. when you think I'm addicted to a drug, it's because there's an addictive substance in it. Yeah. For example, cannabis. I should say, cannabis. Um, as as Elliot will mention in a minute, he's been addicted. He's been addicted. But Elliot, are you addicted to cannabis or no. something else? No, right, here's the thing. Cannabis has no addictive substances in it, but what it is, is the feel, like, it's like, I'm addicted to the feeling of smoking, but it's it's not anything within what I'm smoking. It's yeah. the dopamine release my brain gets yeah. from going, oh, we're doing this. So would you say that's any addiction? Any and every addiction? But, like, no, you no, were no, saying no. about your... Um, the, what happens inside your body and the scientific side of oh, things. Oh, that was, do, do, yeah, do go into that because I think stuff. that was quite interesting. Okay, right. So uh, your brain has uh, has stuff that weed also has in it, right? Yeah, people know that your body has stuff from all, like, all that you substances. find in the You can produce places. DMT by putting your tongue to the back of your mouth or some shit exactly. like that. So it's like, yeah. So it's like, uh, your brain synapses, synapses, you know I can't say Synapse, that. Synapse, yeah. Yeah, that one. Uh, has stuff called... Uh, can cannabinoids in right cannabinoids i think yes cannabinoids, and, yeah. and these uh are what help relay information information between two uh synapses synapses yeah. synapses right um so for people that did science they probably know this already but if i'm wrong i mean correct me if i'm wrong but i think the synapses so say if you touch a hot stove and you burn your finger yeah it's the uh, I wouldn't say energy or electric. No, no, so, you know, so whatever the so, fuck goes so, through. So the synapses are purely in the brain, and and your. They're all over your body. They're all over your body. Yeah. Definitely, they're all over your body. Uh, but say if I touch the Which hot stove. The reason I would pull away is because energy would go through my synapses and then travel yes. to the brain, which yes. would then tell me to pull my finger away. So yeah. it's, it's all and, your reactions and stuff like this. So And uh, the synapses within your brain uh, are what help relay information from the brain to different parts of your body. Yeah, yep. and vice and, versa. And they yeah. have uh, cannabinoids in, right? Cannabinoids, yeah, and sure. And when, when you smoke uh, cannabis, what it does is because cannabis is extremely high in... Uh, cannabinoids. Yeah, it it messes with the levels, and when you and when you're messing with the levels of it, what happens is is your uh, reactors, uh, your synaptic react reactors dampen, yep. and it becomes slower. Yeah, and which is why you feel like you're all yeah, which is why you feel spacey and yeah. such. And it's not that like I don't I don't need to have that feeling, but but you crave that. But I crave I crave the dopamine I get from that, and what it is 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 association, isn't it? It's going oh when I'm when when I smoke cannabis and I'm feeling all spacey, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm happy, mm. and that's because the dopamine's released. That's not because 
there's anything in the cannabis that's making yeah, me happy. Yeah, yeah. That's because I'm getting the dopamine release from it. But it's when you start associating the two together, and that is what's been the biggest struggle for me, is going, no, 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 you're, you're not happy because you're smoking. Yeah. You're happy because the dopamine's being released, and it's yeah. trying to find other ways to release the dopamine. Yeah, 100%. And I think going to back what you were saying, the saying that uh, you're addicted to all drugs because they have addiction substances in them. Yes, nicotine is an addictive substance. Yes, that's in a cigarette, so on and so forth. Based off of what Elliot said, would you say that addiction is both the feeling and the addictive substance? Or but that's the thing. Say- I think yes, because you can be addicted to the feeling and maybe there's some things in cigarettes that also do the thing that are producing dopamine yeah. and so on and so forth. Um, your mic is dead, I think. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh... Do we have a spare yeah. one? Do we have a spare one? No, we don't. Right, hand that oh. mic between her. Right. That's right. I won't be saying much. We're posted up now. No, you can take it out of that and just hand it between each other. Oh. I'm gonna put this on the floor. Mate, man's man's straight. So up. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure how long that's been dead for, but one of the mics just died, which we're gonna sort out. Yeah, no. that's, that's fine. We'll early days, early days, people. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, repeat what you said, which is about you think it's the addictive substance. Yeah, you think it's- w- I said, would you say that the feeling? Like the addictive feeling is like the main reason people get addicted, or would you say that the actual addicted substance do it, or is it both of them combined? And I, I said, I agree with both of that because I feel like yes, there could be things in nicotine which release dopamine, which makes you happy, and so on and so forth. But then it's an addictive substance as well. Yeah. So I feel like things like marijuana or cannabis or whatever you call them, um, that is purely the only thing that you can be addicted to. That. In that is the uh, dopamine being released yeah. due to all the things that you explained the, and the feelings of it, rather than the addictive substance. So, and there's there's nothing hot. in there's nothing in gambling that's an addictive substance. You're not inhaling anything, but it's the same sort of principle. Yeah, it's the I dopamine think, release, or and and I think with gambling the, the adrenaline as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Will this happen? Yeah, it's like it's like a lo- a lot of stuff. You're not addicted to the stuff. You're addicted to how the stuff affects you. Yeah and the feeling you're getting from it so like if we can go back to me and my uh drug use quickly it's like Mm -hmm. when i'm smoking i'll sit there and if i can do like a little trick yeah like i'm 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 happy you're gassed because you do the trick yeah yeah yeah, yeah, i've I've done a trick and then i'm getting dopamine release yeah and it's like and it's like i I think things things and um, it's like i think things bringing you satisfaction in life regardless of what it is if you crave that satisfaction because everybody craves satisfaction regardless it, whether it's sex whether it's gambling whether it's this whether it's that they crave satisfaction and if something gives you satisfaction regardless of what it is you're going to become addicted if you if you do it too much and i think that's the moral of the story i think we're going to leave the podcast there because of how long we've been going for um yeah i mean i could i could go for like four yeah. and a half hours appreciate you watching listening viewing anything that you're going to be doing uh you can see us on all social media platforms at blokey media and you can also see us on the website at the blog. Our social medias. All, yeah, our social medias will be in the description. Our I mean, you don't ones. need theirs. The show's right <laughs> here. But, but you can access us on all platforms as well as blokeymedia.com for everything for free other than the subscription service which will be released next Friday. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I, w- I want to say that. But next Friday, which is Friday, is currently... 14th. 14th? Yes. Friday the 14th. That's when the subscription oh, service should be released. No. Oh, real quick, Ben. One more yep. question. What's the most important time of the week? Fridays, 6, 6 p.m. PM. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, bro, fucking dinner time or something. Like, what's Fridays, what's, 6 p.m. I was like, what? But yeah, appreciate you watching and listening. Have you been? Big ups. Sweet.
Love you.